Welcome back to another episode of You Are Just a Number podcast, a podcast regarding leadership and teamwork on all aspects of life. Today's podcast is with Brenda Collins. She is an executive director of the Pregnancy Helpline in Madison, Wisconsin. Everyone learns their leadership style in a different way. Originally, she was quite shy, but as she gained confidence, she inadvertently became a leader. People actually become leaders without even knowing it, which will be discussed in another podcast. She realizes leadership is easier in a volunteer organization because the volunteers already have the passion for what they are doing. She explains that as a leader, you need to be adaptable. There are trials and errors in leadership. She compares it to sports because to be good, you need to practice. To learn more, visit our blog site, which is youarejustanumber.com. That's the letters U R justanumber.com. All one word. I am Jim Zellum, your host and author of the book, Stepping Stones of Leadership. So let's get started. Welcome everyone. Today my guest is Brenda Collins. She's the executive director of the Pregnancy Helpline of Madison. So welcome, Brenda. Welcome and thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. I mean, it, it sounds like you've had some, uh, you know, some great uh, positions and everything like that. And how did you get to where you are to be the executive director of the Pregnancy Helpline of Madison? Well, you know, Jim, if somebody would have told me when I was growing up that I would be a leader and accomplish all the things that I have, I probably would have laughed and not believed them. So growing up, I was very shy and timid and um, didn't didn't really do a whole lot um, as far as leadership when I was growing up. When I was a freshman in college, I was invited to compete in a scholarship pageant through the Miss America organization. It was really through that program that I started to gain more confidence. I was able to refine my interview skills and start to be a little bit more comfortable um, and more confident speaking in public. So my personal experiences through that program really led me um, to get involved at a higher level within the church, within um, the Miss America organization itself. And I was able to establish a new local pageant and become the executive director of that organization. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, so how did you, how did you become the executive director of the pregnancy helpline? How did you, how did you manage to uh, go up that level? Well, after many years working in the church, I spent um, over 20 years within the church, um, working my way up uh, leadership uh, positions there. And I owned my own business and gained a lot of knowledge in, um, in what it takes to run a business. And all of those experiences led me to um, apply for a job opening a year ago, a little over a year ago, for the executive director of this nonprofit organization. And went through quite an extensive interview process for that and ended up getting the job. Okay. Well, congratulations on getting that new job. So you keep talking about leadership role, leadership role. Okay. So let me ask you, leadership is a very 
I'm going to say strange word, okay? Because you can, people are in leadership, but they're not leaders, okay? They're just not. Because a lot of people say, well, leadership has to change. Well, that's a management position, okay? So to become a leader, okay? So what, what and I, I don't think, my personal opinion is you don't know you're becoming a leader. You just automatically start becoming a leader and people start following you because you are trustworthy. They believe in you and they keep following you. So what do you believe is some of the things of a leader? Wow. There's, there's a lot of different things I think of. Um, but I think a good leader is somebody that really has the best interests of the group and the organization um at heart somebody that's going to really listen to other people and put them first um, once you work on building those relationships and building that trust um, i think you're going to gain a lot of respect and a lot of credibility through that um, i think the more you can treat people with respect and dignity uh, the more they're gonna trust you and 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 want to be involved with with what you're doing so you know an interesting question i got for you because you said that you know you believe you you know you evolved into some leaderships into the church okay which is really a volunteer position okay um, versus being the executive director of the pregnancy hotline so uh, that my question I, I i'd like to propose to you is well what's the difference of leadership in a volunteer organization Okay, versus a working organization because people have to work. People just volunteer. And a lot of times I've known in my own self as in volunteer organizations is yes, they believe in you, but sometimes it's a little tougher to lead them to do things to help the team. Do you do you agree? Um, say that last that last line again. I didn't catch that. Okay. So I find that in an organ, a volunteer organization, even though they listen to you, they believe in you, sometimes it's hard to get them to do anything because it's a volunteer organization versus a working organization. Yes and no. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree a little bit. I think actually volunteers um, are sometimes easier to, um, to lead because they're already there because they have a passion for what you're doing. So I think that that's, that's key. Um, I can, I can shape and mold um, people a little bit better if they already have that passion and that desire to, to want to be there and, and, and get involved. So I think that's a, a big hurdle right there um, to get over um, once you have that. Okay, that makes sense. I like I like the idea about the passion. Okay. But um, so what about then how does that compare to your uh, leadership role um, in a working environment as your directorship? Um, yeah, and that's, that's interesting as well, because in a nonprofit organization, um, we don't have very many staff. In fact, I've only got um, two paid staff and um, two volunteer coordinators and the rest are all, all volunteers too. Um, but within our paid staff too, in a nonprofit organization, that passion um, 
needs to be there as well. They need to really uh, be passionate about our mission and an organization. So um, yes, they're getting paid for it, mm -hmm. uh, but they have that passion and they're willing to go that extra mile because of the mission that we're, we're trying to accomplish. So you believe then even, so that's a good one where you have both paid and volunteer at, at this position you're in. So do you feel that you have a good team that they, they're cohesive? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think we have a really good um, board of directors. We have volunteers that come in all the time. Um, everybody's working really well together. And, and what have you done to, I guess, um, build that teamwork environment? Well, I think really knowing, knowing the people that are coming in helps. Uh, making sure that we're putting people in the right positions, uh, using their skill set, using um, their passions to to really optimize um, their gifts and their talents helps us um, work better together when we know that people are doing what they're good at and what they're passionate about. Okay. So, I mean, that's good with volunteers. I mean, you do that in there and I guess as a as the working as the working staff of your team you get to really pick the right person that fits that team environment i have to assume yes okay yeah definitely so um what do you think in your opinion the connection is between leadership and teamwork yeah that's a good one i think every Every team needs a leader and really every good leader needs a team of people to lead. So I think the two really go hand in hand. Um, and I think a good leader is somebody that really knows their team well, can utilize their talents, delegate that work and know how to motivate um, their team. But I also believe that a good leader is somebody that's going to work with the team and really lead by example. No one likes to be bossed around um, and work for somebody that doesn't do their share or um, pull their own weight. Okay. So do you see, uh, let's talk about a little bit about personalities, okay? Personalities play a role in everything, okay? Um, because you, I, um, you can tell one person one way and then you can say it to another person and it doesn't go the same way, okay? Because they have different different types of personalities. And I'm not just talking AB personalities. I'm talking about really there's multiple quadrants of personalities. So how does that, does that play into your role with personalities that you, you try to, you have to watch, um, like you might have to tell John to do it this way and Sally to do it this way to get the same results. How, how does that work with you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think people respond differently to, to direction. Um, and sometimes, yeah, we have to, to mold how we, how we want, want to delegate some of that. Mm -hmm. um, I've got some people that really needs, uh, you know, more hands-on. They need to 
see more um, visual, this is how we do it. Other people, I can just say, um, this is what I'd like to see done and be really direct and they take it and run with it. So um, yeah, each person definitely responds differently. Um, and we have to kind of mold how we, how we interact with them. When you say mold, you're trying to like how you're going to mold to them pretty much. Is that true? Yeah. I find myself being more flexible to, um, to how I lead based on the people that, um, that I'm working with. Okay. So let's, I, I want to bring up another topic about, um, leadership. So like you said, you know, in the beginning, well, you don't really know you're a leader until you're a leader. And part of the things is, you know, if, <clears throat> if they have passion, the same passion that you have, or the team has, and they believe in the, in the mission of the organization, you know, you can work everybody together. And then all of a sudden you find out, well, wow, you know, you, you know, you have these people following your, and you're, you've become a leader. Okay. So now when you've become this leader, what has been the most difficult thing to learn as being a leader? I think it's, it's always changing and you have to be adaptable. Um, what might work really well um, for one thing and you try it on a different, on a different thing or a different group of people may not work. So I think you always have to be adaptable and, and willing to change, willing to improve yourself and um, try new things. There's definitely a lot of trial and error when it comes to um, leadership. And I think it's a lot like sports. Uh, if you wanna become good, you need to practice and you need to learn from, from other people, coaches and mentors, and then you need to apply it and assess how it went and then make changes to continue to improve and grow. And I think there's gonna be a lot of times um, that you fail or something doesn't go well, but not to focus on any of that, that to use that to make you better. Um, I, I don't ever like to see problems as, um, as a negative, and I don't let that discourage me. I think um, I, when you fail or when there's problems, those are really good opportunities. Those are opportunities to learn, grow, and improve. Okay. So have you done, have you, uh, just out of curiosity, have you attended any seminars or uh, have you read books on leadership or is this really uh, all your own personal experience of coming into leadership? Um, a lot of it is mostly um, personal experience. I have tended, um, attended a couple of years worth of the global leadership um, uh, trainings and seminars, and those have always been really good. Um, and I've learned a lot from, from those. And I have read a couple books. Um, I think one of my favorite books is um, Attitudes Are Contagious Are Yours. And that really spoke volumes to me about um, our attitudes. And if we want um, we, if we want to see others be more positive and um, we need to really look at how, what we're putting out in the world. And that makes sense because there's a, um, there's a cycle um, is like, it's 
thoughts, beliefs, attitude, action. And positive thoughts create positive beliefs that create positive attitudes that creates positive action. And just think when that becomes negative, okay? Negative thoughts create, you know, negative beliefs, negative attitudes. So yes, you are 100% correct when, you, when you're trying to say that about attitude. So um, do you have any like stories that you might want to share with um, our listeners as far as something that went good or bad when you were building a team or leadership or something like that? It could be funny. It could be anything. Yeah, I can't think of really anything specific. I've certainly been on a lot of teams that um, had a lot of negativity or um, didn't have that cohesiveness. And I've seen how that can destroy an entire team when you even have one person that um, brings in that negative energy. Um, so I've learned a lot too from, from, from negative teams and, um, and how to work with, with that and prevent some of that right off the get go. Okay. So as, as the, um, again, as a, the executive director of the pregnancy helpline of Madison, um, I have to assume that, um, leadership has to also flow into the people answering those phones, right? You have to be very positive when uh, when someone calls in for help. Is that not true? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When when people call our helpline or when they come to our doors, um, we have a lot of programs where we give out free materials to women that are pregnant and um, we support them all the way up until their children are the age of four. So we have a lot of people coming to us that are in crisis situations that are um, in dire need of materials and support. And how we respond is probably more important than the materials and support that we're giving, giving them. Um, just the sound of somebody's comforting voice and a positive attitude and encouragement goes a lot longer lot farther than the materials that we're providing them okay so, so you have like ongoing where they even in the virtual world today they can come and see you yeah right now we're doing um, curbside pickups so people can request the items that they need on our website and then come come to our doorstep and, and pick up the materials outside and and you um and how you communicate do you do you have virtual um uh meetings with some of these uh um women uh not not necessarily no not with not with the people that we're serving um we'll have we'll, we'll talk to them through the phone lines um okay. otherwise most of it they're doing um just by virtual forms okay i'm going to change the topic for one second in here um and this is more or less information for our users. I mean, our listeners. So could you tell me from your position, how big of a, I don't want to say concern, how big of a problem is this with this, you know, with, with the pregnancy hotline of these women coming? How, how big is the problem? 
Well, um, our organization serves 300 families a month with items that they need to care for their babies. So diapers, diapers is a big concern and probably one of the main reasons that, that we have so many people coming to us is because nearly one in third, and that's probably even more now with the pandemic, are experiencing diaper need. So they have a lack of insufficient funds to, to provide diapers for their baby. Okay. Um, which is which is huge because if they don't have enough diapers for their baby, that means that they can't leave them at daycares. Um, and if they can't leave them at daycares, they can't go to work. So it's a vicious um, domino effect if they if they can't have enough diapers for their for their baby. So we're providing. Um, a very basic need, but it's this basic need is something that's so essential to um, to these women. Okay. So has the pandemic, other than that, okay, um, I'm talking about your leadership and your organization, has the virtual world workplace changed your the way you do things now? The way you yeah. Lead? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot more uh, meetings by Zoom. You know, we're not gathering together. Um, a lot of the networking that we're doing with other agencies is through Zoom because um, we're not we're not meeting face to face like we normally would. And as somebody that's new to this position, it's been really tricky to um, introduce myself and get out there and, and meet new organizations um, because it's all done virtually and it's really hard to um to network when you can't uh, meet them face to face and shake their hands and and really get a sense of who they are um when it's all done virtually so um again who who funds this organization for you this is 100 percent donor um donations run so um, churches, businesses, individuals all donate to make sure that this organization does what it needs to do. So um, just out of curiosity, and again, I just like to put this, um, maybe you can even send it to me in an email. I'll add it to your bio in here. Um, where would people go to help if they wanted to help? Is there a, a website? Is there an email address? Is there contact information? W how would people help? Yeah, the best way would be co uh, to go directly to our website, www.pregnancyhelpline.net. Um, there, there's a lot of information on how to get involved by volunteering, by donating. Um, okay. Right. So what does your future look like here, Brenda? Where are you? Are, are you are you staying it sounds like you know you, uh, by your by your background and your inner drive and everything like that it sounds like you've been staying in this field of volunteer uh helping organizations in here you know with your churches and and uh your, your community and your own little business in here so what's your future look like well that's a that's a good question no one no one really knows that i i definitely want to stay with this organization and see it 
um, continue to grow and expand our reach of how many people we can help and serve and um, definitely have a passion for that. But I'm also always open to wherever God may lead me. So um, if another opportunity presents itself five, 10 years down the road, then, um, then I would seriously, you know, consider what that next step may be, but um, definitely always um, looking for ways to, to help other people. That's, that's where my passion is at. And um, so I definitely think I'll always be in a position where I'm making sure that, that we're helping those less fortunate. And what you passion drives so much, it just does. If you have a passion for it, I mean, they say even if you have a passion, it isn't work because it's, you're enjoying what you're doing. Absolutely. So, so what, um, do you have any words of advice that uh, you can give our audience before you depart? Yeah, I would say, you know, if you want to see change in the world, that you need to be that change. Um, if you want to be in a more positive atmosphere, it all starts and begins with you. Um, like I said, you know, that, that book that I read, attitudes are contagious. What you put out into the world is going to come back and, and make all the difference in the world. Excellent. So, uh, well, I want to thank you very much, Brenda, for taking your time out of your day to uh, talk to us. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time. I have to say, that was a good conversation with Brenda. Boy, does she have the right attitude. She knows leaders work with their team and everyone responds differently. She understands the rewards of putting people in the right position. As she puts it, every good leader needs a good team and every good team needs a good leader. As I always say at the end of every podcast, people learn a lot from the experiences of others. So how about sharing some of your experiences? If you would like to share an experience, please contact me at youarejustanumber.com. That's the letters youarejustanumber.com, all one word. Until next time, have a great day.